Hey everybody, welcome to episode 5 of Not a Rocking Chair Librarian. Today we have Andrea Kybe, who's the teacher librarian at Aspen Creek in Boulder Valley, returning her mobile maker kit that she's had for uh, the past 30 days. So um, when Andrea finishes doing the inventory with us, we're going to have a quick conversation with her about some of her observations and reflections on using the kit and what she thinks she might be doing moving forward from a maker education perspective. So stay tuned. Okay, everybody, as promised, here's Andrea Kybe, and she is returning her mobile maker kit. And um, we've been just talking about the different ways that Andrea sort of got all of this um, going, and you started with stations. So I started with stations, mm -hmm. and I set up um, for first through seventh, had six stations um, at a time that they would rotate through. But kindergarten, I think I stuck with four stations. And I used what did you have out for kindergarten? A combination of stuff that I owned and stuff from the kit. Okay, was that low tech or I combined low tech like coloring? Yeah, and um, playing on our new MC squares right. with stuff from the kit. Okay, and for those who don't know what MC squares are, you MC squares are a set of thirty-two mini whiteboards that um, are magnetic and when you put them all together on the wall they make one huge whiteboard right but so you, you can, can pull them off mm -hmm. give the kids dry erase markers and their own um, little erasers right. and they just color on them color and they might prototype a design or do something like that yes although they won't think of it that way probably as a kindergartner <laughs> right <laughs> they're coloring. I mean they're making they're creating <laughs> prior to makerspace the four weeks of our fun makerspace activities we read they all saw a cat and then they drew their own cat so we oh, had great. tons and tons of different cats um, on the mc square you, on the MC the, so you had a big mural or, or mosaic right. of that kind of stuff because that's cool. the whole point of that book okay so what tools did you have from the kit out with kindergartners i'm just curious um we tried the osmos mm -hmm. with kindergarten we tried connects with kindergarten <laughs> we tried um that's okay you're getting a phone call um, in the middle of our interview <laughs> this just shows everybody's real time we tried sorry <laughs> osmos okay. connects mm -hmm. Kiva Planks, mm -hmm. Intuba. Uh -huh. I don't see anything. I'm looking else. at everything else. Cubelets? Cubelets. Oh, okay. With so kindergarten. Yeah? Yes. And they did was, well? They did really well. <laughs> kindergarten needed a little bit of help with Osmo to start. Mm -hmm. So there was a time when we had, um, I want to say, fourth grade buddies for that one. Oh, great. So we had fourth grade a few fourth graders that that stood behind the pairs of kindergartners to show them mm -hmm. how to do everything and how to make sure they were sharing gotcha. and taking turns and in your library the the teacher stayed during these times as well yes in my <laughs> library the teacher stays with the classes that's fantastic and what was the teacher's reaction i'm curious about what the kindergarten teachers reactions were um you know the kindergarten teachers i think definitely could see the benefit for everything but I think if you're a kindergarten teacher you sort of are always feeling a little bit crunched for time sure because your time with them is two hours and 15 minutes yeah so I think they definitely saw ways that they could incorporate this um, into kindergarten and mm -hmm. that it was great for kindergarten life um, but they it's not like they were camped out in the library right 
you know. Yeah, because they couldn't really do that. Because they just don't <laughs> have enough time. Right. Um, okay, so um, we also briefly talked about, you set up everything in what is the equivalent of a, of a maker area called your think tank area, mm -hmm. right? And so um, you had stuff set up and, and your classes would come through and they would use the different tools. And you said one of them set up a ping pong table? Yes, so <laughs> fifth grade had used the... Um, used like a Friday afternoon they'd already come but they used it a little bit of a reward some kids needed to stay in the classroom and, and complete some work but they brought 45 fifth graders um, to the library to the think tank while I had a first grade class going on and so some of those fifth graders helped my first graders and then um, so, uh, two fifth grade boys used the Kiva planks and they took the planks and made like a net and then they used each each one had a plank and they played ping pong. Oh. <laughs> it was awesome. I have a picture of it. Okay, each segment is five minutes, so I'm going to try to stop this segment so that we can do another segment because I know we're going to hit it. So hang on just a second. Help me see if I can. Okay, we're picking up where we left off with Andrea because she's got to go. <laughs> Um, so talk to me a little bit about what we were discussing about the workflow. So um, some other teacher librarians have talked about this too, where you got a class coming in, you only got a couple minutes to roll things over. So how did you sort of manage that? I thought it was really clever what you did with the pictures. <laughs> okay, so I took pictures of the stations because I wrote the stations up for each class and then I would put the grade on the whiteboard so that I would know mm -hmm. because depending on the material, the stations might have to change by grade level right and when you have as many grade levels as some of us do yeah. um, you're kind of switching a lot so you were doing air traffic controlling really right so you <laughs> take the picture so that you can remember you know what you did with third grade on Tuesday you can do with third grade oh, okay. on Thursday gotcha and so but then some things needed to come down just or be put away just because the kids were too old they're too young really yeah I would say yeah. some of the things I put away because the pieces were too just too small yeah. for like kindergarten or first grade um, so one of the things that we talked about and we can't solve this problem now is but but uh, some of the teacher librarians have commented on the fact that it's a district owned kit I'm borrowing the kit so you're really worried about losing pieces mm -hmm. and things like that and I said well would it be any different if you owned them and you said probably not initially Right. because probably, it's a shift right right probably not initially but once I think the kit be, or pieces of the kit become part of your culture and you've done a number of orientations with them or they've been out a number of times for kids and also for you you might not be as worried about it mm -hmm. and if you own something then you just are using your own budget mm -hmm. to replace it and so maybe I would guess that that I mean, the counting, I had a sixth grade reading teacher who counted the 56 ball bearings for me after every <laughs> kit, yeah. period. Yeah. And then she was like, I think we got to 55. And then I had to recount. She was like, no, I got, we, got it, we got it to 56. Um, but maybe you would just probably learn how to manage the pieces or maybe even a special space in the library. But there's just a whole piece that or maybe have students just like be the ones at the end like you know give an inventory list and say you know before we leave. leave or something and that means again figuring out more timing and the air traffic yes. control piece but I'm, I'm sure that they would probably want to get involved well with it's certainly like with the cubelets I knew that there were 24 and since 24 cubelets was a station because that's enough uh, we probably could have used another set yeah. but for five to six kids to work with I mean before they left I would say 
make sure I have 24 there. So that's an easy thing for them to count mm -hmm. and figure out if we have. It is something that's sort of open-ended. I mean, we talk about redefining collections and this being a part of the collection, but we don't manage these things the way we manage books or even databases or online resources. This is tangible and there's small pieces and we kind of have to think about, you know, it's like having your library filled with Legos mm -hmm. <laughs> and you're responsible for counting every Lego. Right. Before you go, I wanted to tell you, um, you're going to get the kit again in the spring? Yes, we'll okay. get the kit again in the spring and then we will try to see um, if we can, you know, have some design challenges or match it to some standards. We just enjoyed the time before Thanksgiving and winter break and we just played and created and worked together and there was no pressure for anyone to try to do right to make anything no rubrics yeah. assessments. no rubrics and we you just saw those it. five C's communication creative thinking uh, cr creativity critical thinking problem-solving I'm not gonna collaboration. collaboration communication right <laughs> community there was there a lot they are. of great things like I own that I can help you with that um, I had a first grader show me how to do dash and dot because he owned one and then he mm. I made him the expert and he showed you know his classmates oh, how to make it work Fantastic. So lots of that. Yeah. And I can help you, or can we work on that together, or can I have a turn with that? And usually the answer was yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know you've got stuff that you've written down because you were being a very good documentarian. I, you just haven't gotten it to me yet, but you're going to do that. I'm putting it on here so I can yes. remind you that you said that. Um, I really appreciate you taking the kit and taking the time to return it and doing the interview. Greatly appreciated. And we'll see you in the spring, and I'll do this again. <laughs>